I'm going to step in front of the hate mail I'm about to get. Not, <laughs> not that. Not that Service Master and Serve Pro franchise owners are not family owned and local. Let's right. let's say yeah, let's just say that let's differentiate that. I, I we have a lot of great loyal rebels who are flying franchise flags. We love them. They love us. So, uh, yeah. Let me, okay. We we have defused. I mean, defused. We, good good job. I think <laughs> hate mail averted. Welcome to the Claims Clinic. Why don't you have a seat and show me where it hurts? Are you feeling depreciated? Has your ACV policy left you with a self-insured penalty? Having trouble with your GPP? Don't worry, you'll be just fine. The doctor will see you now. Thank you, Nurse Natalie. And thank you for coming to the Claim Clinic. This is Annie McCabe. I am the Claim Doctor. This week's episode, we have Mr. Jonathan Grubb, one of my favorite people in the whole entire world, and my new friend, Shanna Randall, with Stellar eMarketing. We're going to talk about digital marketing in the digital age and what restoration contractors can do to better increase their social profile and all that good jazz. Let's get right to it. Welcome. Welcome to the Claim Clinic. I am Andy McCabe. I'm your claim doctor. And as it turns out, recently, I am the Restoration Rebel leader. I have with me Shanna with Stellar eMarketing and Jonathan. Jonathan with United Restores. How are you guys doing today? Excellent. Doing great. Doing great. Looking good, Jonathan. Looking good. I know this is a podcast primarily, but this will be on video. So for those of you on YouTube, uh, you will see how inferior my beard is to Jonathan's <laughs> because that's just how he rolls. So uh, what we have here is, is we'll, we like to talk about on the Claim Clinic and in the uh, Restoration Rebel group. It's been a while. I, I feel like I have to apologize to those that are, that are followers of the Claim Clinic podcast that I haven't made a new episode in quite some time. Uh, so there you have it. There's your apology. I'm not going to talk about it again. We talk about things that can help restorers. We talk about techniques and tactics and contracts and estimating, but today we're going to talk about marketing because if you're not a marketer first, you're not going to win in the new era of restoration as it's coming at us like a freight train. It's not going to stop. You have to be a marketer first and a restorer second. No matter what you're doing, no matter what business you're in, you can have a marketer first and a and a carpet cleaner second or a marketer first and a you know eyebrow waxer second. You you got to be in the know of how to get your message out and how to get your message out to the right people. Because uh, as as one of my favorite people out there in the world, uh, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, is is keen to point out that billboard advertising is such such an old form of just shotgun approach to as long as I get my message out there loud enough uh, and spread it far enough, the right people will hear it. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. And the the topics of SEO and pay-per-click are right up this alley. And this is exactly what Jonathan Grubb and uh, Shana. Shana, how do I pronounce your last name? Randall. Shana Randall. Of course. It's as, as simple, a but they're exactly. There you Perfect. Go. <laughs> so let's uh, start out with introductions. Jonathan, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, United Restores, what you guys are about and uh, what are you about? Well, first, thanks. Uh, this is hey, a man. cool opportunity. I, I, I love stuff like this. So my, I'm, I'm kind of the company. Um, what you, what you see is what you get. Um, I started in restoration in about 2006, working with a commercial reconstruction company. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in the field and, and, and learned a, a whole heck of a lot, um, but I worked sort of on an odd side of, of restoration. It wasn't until, until 2009 where I joined a small um, nationwide uh, restoration franchisor that I really got the bug for restoration. Um, this company 
was really good at one thing and it was pay-per-click management. They could mm. make the phone ring really, really well. Um, I spent about four years there, left that company to start United Restores, really with the one goal of first, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the franchising model as it relates to restoration. Mm. Uh, doesn't mean I'm, I'm opposed to franchisees. I just, I, I'm not, not a, a big advocate of it. I'm a real big advocate of independent restoration companies. Mm. So I thought, okay, I'm going to start this company and I've got to make the phone ring. I've got, a, I've got this immediate need in front of me that I can fill. I know how to do it. And so I just hit the ground running. Um, first year was terrifying, but we <laughs> grew and grew and it's been good. So kind of what motivates me is not only taking an independent restoration uh, system and taking it to the next level, but just growing small business in general. Um, I think at the end, end of the day, I'm the biggest advocate for any kind of small business. My niche just happens to be restores. Perfect. So, that's it Perfect. in a nutshell. Pretty simple. Thanks. Thanks, Jonathan. And I've, I've, seen, I've seen Jonathan and United Stores work up close. It's very effective. We're not here to sell either one of these companies, but uh, I've got to put my personal spin <laughs> on it because I can. Because I can. This is my show. Didn't know? All right, Shana. Shana, uh, why don't you tell her? Shanna like, like banana. Shanna like banana. banana. I messed single. it up already. It's okay. That's okay. That's all right. Roll all on. in your trust as well, Andy. Okay. <laughs> all right. Tell me about Stellar E-Marketing and uh, how you got started and, and what you guys are about. Well, let's just put it on the table first. I don't have a beard. Sorry. Ooh, but, yes. you know, I hope that doesn't, you know, strike me, you know, against I get it. Strikes I get it. against me. But um, basically, um, um, I've known Dan, the, the owner, for several, several years. And, you know, his background is you know, in uh, sewer and drain and, mm. and, uh, and then he became an expert in marketing and then we met and then one day he was just like, I like you work for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, what you got? And, um, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with what he was doing, really pushing the independent guy, mm. um, you know, and, and really giving him a way so that he doesn't have to freak out. Is my marketing working? What am I doing? And cause you know, these guys do a lot, you know, they have a lot going on. They're going in as first responders, so to speak, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, um, so, um, he, you know, just kind of shared with me what he was doing to really help people. And I just really liked it. And I like helping people. That's really the bottom line. You know, if I can, if I can help you expand and grow your business while you're maintaining your own production, you know, that just really spoke volumes to me. And luckily enough, um, we're just really good at it. So that, good. that really helps, you know, when I, when I quote unquote sell to somebody or enlighten them really is what I like to call it. Um, I feel very confident that these guys know what they're doing. And, you know, if I say I'm going to help you, I'm going to do everything within my power to help you. So it was just a great business model. And I like, this niche, I like the kind of guys that do this business, mm -hmm. real down to earth, just great guys who want to just, um, you know, help people. So anyway. Perfect. Let's get, let's drill down a little bit. Marketing is a, a very broad brush to paint with, uh, even advertising or promotion. It can mean a lot of different things. So tell me what is stellar e-marketing? What do you specialize in? And uh, then I'll probably have a follow-up question from there. Sure. So really with us, um, you know, our biggest thing is exposure. You know, like, mm -hmm. are you seen when people are searching? I mean, let's get real. It's 2018. The phone book is dead. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people don't go to the phone book and like they used to. And if you were up front, you had like AAA, blah, 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 you know, and then you would be up front and center. People would call you. Well, it's, it, it's, it's Google days now. Everybody Googles everything. So what do you do? You go to your phone, you go to your computer, and you Google it. So first seen, first seen, first called. So we deal um, um, with the organic searches. Now, I know John does, you know, pay-per-click. He's more into the paid things. With us, it's the natural listings. Um, okay. So, And I'm sure 
you know, the guys know the difference. I mean, top. Well, yeah. well maybe, let's, maybe let's not. not assume. Let's not assume okay. too much. And I can, uh, let me, let me jump in and I'll, I'll, I'll break this down and, and then yeah. break down the differences. And then, and then let's get into the nuance of, 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 I, you know, I know from my exposure to both of your companies, how well your companies work together, but mm-hmm. let's define our terms here. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Jonathan. So in Google search results, there are three potential ways and you could say four or five, but generally three potential ways a customer can find you. So if you picture the search results screen, you've got ads at the top. In our industry, there's four ads. Then below those ads, you've got what's called My Business, Google My Business, or the map section. The and local then below that, local, local right. Results, mm-hmm. right, which are huge now. Then below that, you've got organic. So theoretically, if you're doing all the right things, your company could show in the ad section, in maps, and in the organic section below once or twice or three times. Right. So that's generally how we, we define those terms. The, the most important thing is market domination. Mm-hmm. If you can be in those three spots, be in those three spots. Mm-hmm. Good SEO by seller will get you in the map section and it will get you in the organic. And then you have to feed the review beast, which I, I know we're going to talk about. Okay. Soon. Right. Review B. So I'm gonna write that one. Well, down I like. Words. I'm gonna seal that to Jonathan. Just Gotta feed that. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, essentially, that's where Stellar comes in. Is is that's our focal point? Is those organic listings? You know, and people have different searching habits. You know, I know even before I started working for this company, I naturally tended towards the organic listings. That's just my okay. thing. And on some things I would go to the paid ads. It's just, it just really depends on your searching habits. So really he's right. If you're, if no matter how people search, if you're coming up, you know, in the paid ads or in the organic or whatever, you're kind of feeding the best of both worlds there. Where are people seeing the most success? Where, where are restorers seeing the most success um, as far as searches? What are people searching for and what types of people are doing these searches? Do you want to answer that, John, or you want me to? <laughs> well, here's, well, I, here's my, I'm going to four well, questions. First off, <laughs> first off, I'm going to assume that the, a person that needs restoration services is not always someone who's you know, four feet of water, right? So there might be someone who already has a claim that's old that right. needs restoration services, not mitigation services. That's going to be two different yeah. people, right? Yeah. And I'm also going to assume someone that has a propensity to click on an ad is going to be a different person that looks yep. for the local versus the first organic, first, second, or third organic. So why don't you break those I'll, down I'll for break me? That. Okay, so there, there are certain types of people that will not click on ads. Uh, right. Ironically enough, I'm that guy. I run, I run ad blockers on I don't use Chrome. I run ad blockers. I use a, a browser called Brave, which is uh, just blocks everything, gets rid of tracking. Funny. Well, I have you, a VPN on my phone. Live in Idaho. I mean, that. I I'm totally uh, a, a scared hillbilly when it comes to you know, tracking and things like that. So I do ads for a living, and I refuse to be shown ads on any device of mine. But anyway, so. There are types of people that will see on ads. Um, I've noticed it since you know 2009 when I started doing this that ads work really good in major metros. Okay. They don't work so good out in the sticks. Um, because people are being blasted with ads already. Right. They're, it's kind of a, they're used to it. Okay. It, and it's a different type of, of user. It's mm. someone might take an extra 30 seconds or a minute and a half to go down to the organic and, and visit a few landing pages on that website before they make a buying decision. Okay. So I make no bones about it. There are certain people who just want them. That's, that's a given. Um, <laughs> as far as what they're searching, so generally speaking, well, okay, let me, let me talk about the, the negatives first. Um, a lot of people drop phones in toilets. It's a it's an epidemic in this country, and good AdWords management and good SEO is going to prevent those types of people from finding your website when they drop that phone. 
toilet. Because I'm a water damaged guy and I do right. not want, I do not fix iPhones as it happened. Right. I get it. Okay. Right. There was a time where water damage iPhone was the third most searched water related term. Um, and people had published this someplace. So you got to be really careful about who you aren't targeting. Mm. Um, but generally speaking, well, okay. So your, your customers, they search uh, franchisee names. That's a very common practice. Um, those companies, the green and yellow companies, have spent millions and millions of dollars in, in brand awareness. Brand awareness. synonymous with what they do. So it's yep. common for a customer to search like that. And the goal is that your ad or your organic result shows for a search like that just because the two names are synonymous, water damage, mm. you know, the green company or the green yellow company. Um, is that why the we have such a prominence of the black hat? What I deter, what I think you and I both determine as black hat technique of making your. I mean, I can, I, I can say it: making your website or landing page look like Serve Pro or Service Master. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's been a tactic used for a number of years by a few different companies, and I think you know, I'm, I'm my personal ethics thinks that is the number one worst way to start a relationship with a client. Absolutely. You're lying. You're lying about who you are. Yes. So it's a, um, that's unfortunate. If, if the customer is searching using uh, a franchisee name and they see your ad, but it's your company, your website, your branding, and they choose to click on you because we've got a powerful message. Yes. They need to buy local or trust the family owned and operated company. That's different. That's different. Yeah, it's totally different. Absolutely. And I would, I'm going to step in front of the hate mail I'm about to get. Not, <laughs> not, that, to me. not that Service Master and Serve Pro franchise owners are not family owned and local. Let's, right. let's, say, yeah, let's just say that, let's differentiate that. I, I, we have a lot of great loyal rebels who are flying franchise flags. We love them. They love us. So, uh, yeah. Okay. We we have diffused. I mean, diffused. We, good good job. I think <laughs> hate mail averted. Um, but I mean, you know, I mean, we definitely love the independent guy. But have we worked with franchises? Sure. I mean, yeah. But I, I agree with what he's saying. You don't want to start your relationship out with that when people get confused and they think they're calling somebody. And then you show up in a truck with a different load and they're just like, what? I don't really get it. They're already in a state of confusion to some degree as it is. So just, what are some things that Stellar does to help, uh, help guys stand out or stand apart or, or create that unique brand proposition? Now you're asking for our secret recipe here, Andy. Mm, no, I'm I, just kidding. No, I, I mean, <laughs> No, I mean, there's just smart things that we do. And, and um, you know, I mean, like, really, we, we have to just make you seen everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. we're really pushing you not only for your main city, but your surrounding cities and suburbs. You know, you were increasing the, the exposure. So, therefore, someone typing in and, and putting in their podunk town, you know, uh, no offense to podunk towns. Um, but then, <laughs> right? I live in one. I grew up in one. But, um but then they can also, they can find that, you know, it's, so we're not just searching one particular area. There's a really a lot that goes into it. Definitely rankings, because again, if you're not seen, you're not going to be found. You're not going to be called. So that's just, well, and it, let, focal point. let me break it down for, for y'all out there that, that are thinking about doing this yourself. And uh-huh. first off, before I even say that, let me say, there's a reason there's companies out there that do this sort of thing. There's a reason there's right. Jiffy Lube because I don't change my damn oil anymore. I don't have time for it. I'm not That's good at it. I'm not fast at it. So yes, there's a lot about the interwebs that are still free or, or very uh, things that you could get in and mess up yourself. But wouldn't you rather have somebody else do it right? Uh, that's, so, yeah. so there's, there's some things on page... SC, uh, on-page optimization, meaning does your pa- do your pages or does your web, fa- web page, sorry, ooh, talking a little fast today. We'll edit that out. Don't does worry. It, does it convert, right? When someone lands on your page, are they, are they bombarded with a video that won't download on their phone? 
So they just click off before they even have an opportunity to buy from you. Um, is it is it too wordy? Is it not wordy enough? There's on-page optimization stuff you can do. Then you, there's search optimization you can do. Are your meta tags correct? Do you have enough keywords? Uh, do you have enough backlinks? You know, and there's people out there that actually understand every word I just said. Yeah. There's people that don't understand any of what I just said. And, <laughs> and so that's what we're talking about here. There are people out there that have the expertise to do this for your company so you can get on with life and do your company. So, Let me talk absolutely. about that. Yeah. So this is the number one DIY mistake I see. Oh, sh- oh sure. Yeah, hit yeah. me. Hit me. I was about to ask that question. Yes. I- I've got a lot to say about this too, oh, Andy. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have, uh, we'll have just- dueling number one DIY mistakes. Go ahead, John. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, just this week, I've had two conversations with uh, restorers who have either built their own website um, built their own website and have done SEO or AdWords management. Don't, don't call my baby ugly. <laughs> right. And, and I, I, I'm very careful not to do that. But here's the number one thing I see. A restorer will go out and go to Wix.com or go to GoDaddy and they'll build a website. And it may take them a half hour, like the commercial says. Um, mm. Look, there's, there's two types of websites for restorers. There's a website and a website that actually makes your phone ring. Mm-hmm. The majority of websites I land on, and I look at dozens every week, the majority, majority of them are never going to make your phone ring. Ever. And when, they don't even when, I, ask that, right, no. when I ask that question, you know, what kind of, what kind of efforts are you doing online? The first thing I hear is I have a website. Okay, oh, well, let me I spent 10 grand on that website. What do you mean? Right. right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm usually the guy that says, well, that five or 10 grand you just spent, we've got to do it over because it's, it's not going to work. Um, it's a to swallow, but it's true. Yep. It is. And before, before a restore gets, you know, sets aside an AdWords budget or, or hires a company like Stellar to do SEO, you have to go and triage your website. The website should be your most effective member of the sales team. Yes. And it will never call in sick. It'll never have childcare issues. It should be making you money every single day. And if it's not, you're doing something wrong. So that's the number one thing in my mind is the DIY website. Unless your goal is just to have a website. If your goal is just to have a website that does not generate business, good on you. Yeah, that's just silly talk, Andy. That's just silly. Who am I? I forgot. I forgot my interviewees. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I need to be making you money. All right, Shanna, what's, what's your opinion, number one or two or three uh, DIY mistakes you see in the restoration industry? Well, I would like to piggyback on what John said because, I mean, yes, that's what I was going to kind of say earlier is we have to make sure you're rank- ranking well, but, you know, what about this scenario? What about you're ranking number one, page one for everything and you're still not getting calls? Okay. What, what is the point? Mm-hmm. There's not any point. It has to convert. So we, we do know those, those uh, mis, you know, like reasons why they're not converting. Do, and maybe some guys do know that, but we're paid to know that. We, we've, yes. We're the ones spent 10 plus years researching and, and figuring out what hits, what doesn't. You know, if I put the phone number here, does that get more responses? If I have a big, huge slider picture at the top, which by the way, we call call killers, um, <laughs> Call, call killers. Call killers. That's something totally different. Okay. <laughs> that's a different podcast. <laughs> that's our after hours podcast. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Red eye. Exactly. But my point is, is that, I mean, you, you know, these guys are busy doing their things. They're going into homes. They're, you know, they're manning up guys. They're buying trucks. They're buying equipment. They're going blah, blah, blah. They don't have time to figure out all the little, you know, details that we already know, um, to isn't setting up their website. So that's as far as the website's concerned. Um, and two, I know there are guys out there who say, well, I do my own SEO and it's, you know, it's doing pretty good. And then I, I check it out. I don't know. I'm from Texas. (laughs) (laughs) I can tease it. 
They all I, have. They all have country. They are a little bit yes. of country. It's okay. I love them. God love uh, them. I, my but, country um, leaks out from time to time too. So I, I, I'm just giving you a hard time. I, you know, I can pour it on pretty heavy. But um, anyway, um, you made me lose track, Andy. Uh, um, we were talking about. Uh, I'm oh, in the wrong I gotcha. Well, and here's the deal. I mean, Google is an ever-changing beast. Mm. It's a 500-pound gorilla in the industry. It's pretty much the dominating force. So, and they like to throw some curveballs here and there. You know, they like to they like to keep it fresh. So they to put speak. in some traps. Absolutely, they do. And so that's another thing too. How do you know? You know, if you're if you're not really in the know, and if you're not really doing this research and this work. How do you know what to do if something does break down? If, if you get penalized, what are you going to do? Right. You, you know, so we just, we happen to react? know. Exactly. We happen to know what to do. And we're kind of known as the fixers in the industry because we have had tons of guys who have come to us with damaged, you know, things or weird backlinks or landing pages that go to the same place or all this kind of things that we then have to sort out before then we can start building up. And could you do it? Um, possibly, but is it going to be very effective for you? And uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't happen to think so or else you're right. Why would you take your car to Jiffy Lube if you can go and tinker around with it? Do you feel safe after that driving it? Maybe not. Oh, I do. I just don't <laughs> like to do it. I don't, you know, what do you do with seven and a half quarts of dirty oil? That's my biggest pet peeve. I don't. That's true. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So great answer, Shanna. Thank you. Thank you. You're about, uh, you, you left me open a segue into two different questions. And now I have to decide which oh, to segue okay. into. I'll go. It's, okay. Talking about changing algorithms and Google and the traps that, that it might set. What does the future hold in the SEO PPC space? This is another one I'm, I'm going back to both of y'all. What, wh- where are we going five years out? What, what are we going to need to keep in mind, not just as restores, but as business owners trying to advertise on the interwebs? Uh, what's, what do you see coming? Oh man, I'm gonna let John go with that. I can one. ask a different question. Yes. That's too hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. No. So I, I get where you're going with this for sure. <laughs> you go, I'll, John. I'll, I'll give you some food for thought, Jen. I, I, I think I think we're I think we're on the same page with this one. But let me talk first. Two months out. Because two months out. Change wow. I, and okay. SEO is not my okay. my you know area of expertise, but. Neither what is will be podcasting is not my area of expertise either, but look at me. Yeah. Look at you go. So <laughs> you're doing it well, dude. <laughs> the next major change that I'm convinced will happen either this month or next month, so we're in February, is going to be a uh, non penalty penalty for page load time. Ooh, yes, it is. I agree 100%. Go, tell me what that means. Okay. So, <laughs> and I'll give you the, the reasoning behind. I think that about two years ago, uh, Google issued this mobile friendly edict um, that said if your site was not mobile friendly, if it wasn't mobile optimized, um, you would potentially be shown under a site that was mobile friendly. And they wouldn't mm-hmm. call it a penalty, but it was a penalty. Um, for the restorers, understand that in my experience, 80% of your traffic is going to be on a mobile device, be it coming through paid ad or organic. So you have to think mobile first, desktop mobile second. Right. First. Mobile first. Let me say it one more time. Mobile first. All right. Go ahead. So when that change happened, the 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 mobile optimization algorithmic change, Google AdWords managers and people that call me all the time and try to tell me how to make the ad more clickable to make Google more money. Um, they began talking about that change eight months before it happened. Mm. And sure enough, it happens. Stellar, I know uh, Dan and I actually worked on putting together a, a press release through CleanFacts to discuss the change because it was major. It was, a, it was a mega change to the algorithm. And then you had people calling you, I'm sure, both of you, panicking 
Yeah. yeah, I was ranking yesterday, and I'm not it's even gone. anywhere today. Yeah. Well, you're off Google Badlands. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, what Google managers have been talking about with you know AdWord, AdWords managers like me, is page load time, site load time, and the 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 number they've set right now is two point five seconds. Two point five seconds. So I'll give you some 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 tools. You can take your website and you can go to. Um, tools.kingdom.com kingdom as in kingdom, kingdom with like like kingdom with a p oh okay okay so tools.pingdom.com or you can go to gtmetrics.com you can plug your site in there and all of your landing pages and let it score you most websites i look at score an f on page load time and it's usually because when you've uploaded those photos if you've done a diy website you've uploaded every photo as a three megabyte image, mm-hmm. forcing that user to download a whole bunch of data right when they come into your, your website environment that they don't need. And yep. so your page load time can be seven, eight, 12 seconds. I've seen 20 seconds. Page load time is a conversion killer, especially when it comes to AdWords. Um, if I'm on a mobile device and it's two o'clock in the morning and I'm in my kitchen, and I'm standing in water where I, when I shouldn't be, I can't wait for a, a page to load. Mm-mm. Well, and that's that's not even it. Uh, that's the reason Google's doing this. But but people are not waiting for 12 seconds because Google has already done the homework. Google's crawlers and, and AI has already looked at your site and determined it's going to take too long to load. And Google has said, it's not going to show. It's right. not that people are trying to click and load your site. That's different because Google is saying you don't have a chance. You don't stand a prayer of being fully loaded, so we're just not going to serve you up. That's is that what is that pretty accurate? It it certainly happened um, with the mobile change. Okay, where again Google doesn't like they don't like negative terminology, so they're, they're <laughs> something a penalty. Um, no, they're not. Exactly what it is. They penalize sites that weren't mobile friendly. Yeah, and frankly, they, they probably should have because at that point, people were already using their phones regularly. Yep. I, I've I've watched mobile traffic go from fifteen percent of all searches to eighty five percent of all searches yep. in the past six seven years. So that's the next major major change: page and site load time. That I'm convinced we will see either this month or next month. And I'm sure Stellar is already working on it because I don't think we should talk about it. Perfect. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Shin. Well, no, I was just gonna say, I mean, our our I mean, I'm I'm in sales, you know. Do I am do I claim I know every single thing tech technically about this? No, but I know a heck of a lot. But I do know that we have um, a killer technical team who is always on top of it and one step ahead too, because that's where you really I mean, we've got we've got clients that we have to protect. So that, you know, that are, have been with us for years and years. And so we, ca- we can't afford to let them dip down or be hit or penalized or anything mm-hmm. like that. So we have to stay on top of it um, just to keep everything steady. We don't want them to even know anything happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I can say I, I work with the back office at seller every day and we have worked just in the past two months on multiple sites, making sure they are as fast as they can possibly be. And it's, yeah. it's simple stuff. I wouldn't DIY it, but it's simple stuff to fix. You need to have a professional go in and fine tune that. Absolutely. But, but talking five years, talking where are we going and mm. all this. Let's segue to reviews. Let's mm. talk about feeding the review beast. All right. Is your, uh, play with your microphone a little bit. It, it keeps going. Uh, I hear you and then you go quiet and I hear you go quiet. Yeah, I was messing with my volume too. I thought it was mine. I'll shout. How's that? Well, it <laughs> just could be. There's a lot of, a lot of string and tin cans between my internet and Idaho. So yeah. let's just be real. <laughs> Where we're sending. All right. I love you. I love you. I love Idaho too. All right. Go ahead. Five years out. I think the great equalizer is going to be online reviews. Um, I, I say this, and I do not disagree. So please go ahead. I, I, I say this pretty frequently. Um, we live in the day and age where 
your customers believe internet strangers over you. <laughs> affirmation True. before it's they buy true. anything. I mean, think about your own, your own dining habits, your own before you hire a painter or you go to a mechanic or you, you try out that new, you know, Indian place down the road. What do you do? Yeah. You go look at reviews. Yeah. And it's exactly what your customers are doing. Mm-hmm. I can say that if, if I have a, a, a prospect coming on board with me and I see that there are multiple listings with one-star reviews, um, and I've seen some crazy stuff. I, I, I'll tell you the craziest one I've ever seen was um, this guy had a client, you know, former client, buy a domain name with the guy's company name and sucks.com. <laughs> Great. And then he had put, he had, he had gone after ripoff report. And basically, if you Googled this guy's name, the first six results were the most negative things you could. I mean, this guy had built a website just to hate on this. That's how bad it was. So Not cool. It, in a situation like that, I'm not going to take on a client like that. And I told him, go, go fix your online reputation. Let's talk in six months. Yeah. Um, I don't want to push traffic, paid traffic to a website that I know. Most customers are going to open up a new tab, Google the name, look for reviews, have a terrible perception of this company and choose not to buy from them. Mm. So reviews is what we have to be doing on a daily basis. Understand that Amazon, Google are making huge waves into home services Mm -hmm. and reviews is what will equalize companies. The companies that aren't every day asking for reviews, Clark Brown puts it, in, a, in, a, in an amazing way that he, he teaches his technicians. When they show up on site, they're asking for a five-star review. And they're asking mm-hmm. if at any time their service falls under five stars, let me know so I can fix it. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, nice. they're assuming that five-star review and they are, they are setting the stage for it. So if we're not doing that, that's potential business you lose in the future because you have to be feeding it. That's constantly. a great hack. Did, you, did either of you see... My uh, little blurb on Emergency Packout Co. and Going for the Hug. Oh, yeah. Going for the Hug. No, I missed it. <laughs> oh, man. Give me the so so like, like you just said, Clark Brown's company that he runs and, and does a tremendous job at, uh, they, they, they're right out of the gate. They're, they're saying, hey, I, I am here to get a five-star review. The technicians for Emergency Packout Co. say, I'm here to get a hug at the end of this. <laughs> At the That's end of this, great. I, I, I want to get a hug from you. And it's, it's real because they take a picture of the hug and they put the oh hug, picture of the hug in the file, right? That so that's, awesome. uh, combine oh those two God. and oh my God, what a hack. It's, it's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, why not promote that? We've gotten 10,000 hugs over the last, you know. They've got a wall of hugs in their warehouse. They took a picture of it. It's amazing. So, but... <laughs> So their wall of hugs in their warehouse needs to be a, a plethora, a mountain of five-star reviews on the web. Right. That's where we're going, right, John? Exactly. And understand that you're going to get one-star reviews. You're going to have former employees and you're going to have you know, the occasional haters. haters. <laughs> yes. yes, you are. But what your five-star reviews do is they dilute any one-stars you get. So you have to go into it understanding, I'm going to get bad reviews. It's going to happen either by a competitor, former employee, just, you know, Mm. bad customer experience. But you have to constantly be asking for those five-star reviews to dilute those out. That's what makes a company look genuine. If you have three five-star reviews, I'm thinking you probably probably ask friends and family. Or two of them are you. (laughs) Or that. (laughs) <laughs> which I, I see regularly. Um, yeah, don't, got, don't, don't look at my Google Plus page. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> if, if you've got 45 reviews and you're at like a four and a half star rating and you got a couple of bad ones in there, it tells me, hey, they actually work it. And we can talk. You're definitely. legit and you're human. And yeah, you're that is definitely something that we do focus on too, is we help really build that. It's just such a great, tool. I mean, and you're right. People do. That's very important to them. I mean, I have people all the time, you know, yeah, you know, you sound great, but I want to hear it from somebody who, you know, and it's like, okay, I don't blame you actually. Sure. So yeah, that's definitely something that we help do over here because we know the importance of that. And 
obviously where the future of where it's going. So good. Do it. So, so Shanna, do you have a different take on, on the future and, and in this space, what it holds for reviews or just in general, in general, I mean, I get, I mean, really what he said is pretty, you know, spot on. I mean, John's a smart man. Um, but uh, I'm not a smart man. Well, yes. So far, so good. So far, so good. I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. Good. No, I watch, I watch all your stuff. I watch your Facebook feeds and all mm-hmm. that. I mean, I, I know you, you got some things going on, mm-hmm. but, um, thank you. But yeah, I mean, um, as far as where it's, it's going, um, you know, I mean, I just know that, um, SEO is not going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's no. just not, you hear quite, I've heard, and I get asked all the time, well, it's on its way out. I'm like, you know, I've heard that 10 years ago. So well, and we're still here and expanding. So I don't disagree with that, but let's talk about the next potential SEO killer. Let's talk about the elephant of the room, which, which a big reason why we're doing this right here, social media, digital advertising, digital, digital social advertising. I, I'm trying to come up with a different name for it. I can't. So social media, I don't like the word social media. I think it's a misnomer and I, I think it sells the entire genre short. So talk to me about social. Talk to me about these different platforms. How, how should those play into a restorer's mix of, of, of marketing and promotion? I mean, just my first thought off the top of my head was that, I mean, Again, yes. Does social media help with overall branding and awareness of your company and who you are? Absolutely. But again, if you know, I wake up tomorrow to an uh, overflown dishwasher. I'm not rushing to Facebook. Um, you know, and I didn't. You know, I'm I'm just not True. because first of all, is that ad even there for me to find? True. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm going to Google. I mean, and I just I don't know who's going to kill the Google beast, um, but I know that there's other things up. Um, coming up down the pike that will help handle that if it were the case if that for some weird reason you know google drops all organic which i think would be totally stupid Mm -hmm. Um, somebody else is going to come pick it up you know right it's the the mistake i see a lot of people make with with google and this isn't just in restoration this is just in general google isn't a search company it's an ad platform yep it's the most powerful ad platform right has ever seen yep Search results is the conduit by which they serve ads and the conduit by which they, they suck information out of you to sell you more ads. So <laughs> search isn't going anywhere. Um, yeah. Search is becoming more and more integrated in, in um, the device experience. I have a mm. Pixel 2 that is basically a big search box for my life. Um, <laughs> and, and if, Believe me, we could do a whole like after hour special on uh, conspiracy. Well, we got to get this after hour special going. <laughs> we do. Um, but how your phone listens to you and, and, and makes ad recommendations based on what it hears you say. And but I like want that. it to do that. See, I want it to do that. No, I, I don't. Um, <laughs> it, I don't know. But that's that's what the that's the, the business Google is in. Um, so, yes, we yes. are the product. They are learning more about us every day. Search results in general is becoming more personalized every day. Ads are becoming personalized. Yeah. Yep. So search and SEO are not going anywhere. Google is definitely about two or three years ago, their ad revenue plateaued for the first time. Mm. And that's when we saw changes like the removal of the sidebar ads um, and a a fourth ad added to the top of search results. Mm. The ads became less ad looking. Um, it was definitely a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction so that they could begin to show investors that uptick again in ad revenue. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be looking for new ways to monetize things. But search in and of itself isn't going anywhere. I, I would say for the next 10 years, it's not going anywhere. I think it's going to become even more integrated to where your refrigerator is showing you results your light switch is showing you results. Your TV obviously is going to be showing you results. Um, so where we go to see search results, that's going to change. The search in and of itself. I agree with that. Your Google Home, your your you know asking right. Alexa, things like that. I mean, I think that that might be something we're going to be heading towards. But yeah, I, I'm with John. It's not going anywhere. Well, if you believe Gary V, it's already here. 
voices, voices yeah. are going to begin to dominate everything we do. Yeah. Uh, that's where we're seeing a resurgence in, in podcasting. That's why part of the reason I started to, I decided to start doing this podcast again, because I, I feel like there's a resurgence of that type of thing. Um, until data becomes free, audio is cheaper to download than video. So even it, when we get into self-driving cars, people need something to do. They're, they're going to be more prone towards audio than video, I, I think, at least in the short term, until 5G becomes free and ubiquitous. But that's another after-hours topic. Are either one of you doing Facebook pixels? Um, as far as our company, our main and major focus is just SEO. I mean, okay, fair that's enough. It. Again, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not discounting it at all, but again, we put our focus on what gets the fastest and best, most effective results. Yeah, so. cost effective, In incredibly cost effective. Um, all right, John, I'm not even going to give you a chance to answer that question because I have <laughs> one more question to ask and we're running up against time. Oh no, such fun we're having. How fast does this work? Someone calls up United Restores or someone calls up Stellar eMarketing, says, take my money. How fast, how much, how much of a lead time? And I know I'm teeing you up here because I, I know how long these things take, but we need to tell everyone else what can they expect as far as search results and, and how many calls are going to start getting right away the next day? I know that's not possible, so I, that's why I'm teeing you up. What, how how long-term, what kind of investment in time are people going to need to expect? Definitely two different answers from me and John on this one. Yes. Sure. Well, two different, two different avenues, both very right. complementary. So, yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Shanna. Um, so... Basically, for any SEO company you call, they should tell you the same thing. They should tell you a three to six month window. That's oh, so just these, these 30 days, number one in, in Google uh, emails I get every day. They're not true? Hogwash. It's total hogwash. And in fact, um, if, they, if they give you that kind of spiel, you know you should run because mm. they're going to be doing something that's going to negatively affect you. Um, you may get you, know, you might get short-term results, but it's exactly. going to penalize you long, longer term. It's I agree 100%. Absolutely, it's going to penalize you. And again, we've gotten a lot of those guys who were page one, number one, and then boom, to the bottom. And we had to, it's painstaking. So then you know what that does is it adds time to that ramp up. Sure does. Um, we, you know, so three to six months can't now, have we had guys who've get, gotten calls earlier? Absolutely. Sure. I mean, within a couple of weeks, but we can't promise that. There are a lot of different variables that go into it. You know, your, your website is one of them, how well it converts. You know, do you have any bad stuff that was done to it in the past that we have to undo <laughs> before the, we then have to build a strategy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how much do you have to unwind? Yeah, I get, that, I get that on a claim site. Someone yeah, calls sure. me six months into a nightmare claim, says, I need your help. And I said, and I just tell them, you needed my help six months ago. Now you need a miracle. Absolutely. We're going to perform an intervention. Yes. But I'll, I'll say this about um, what I've observed with my own clients that I've, I've sent to you, Shanna. Um, for water damage, absolutely. For traditional restoration, absolutely. Um, I have seen, I've seen multiple cases where they've ranked, you know, it, I, I won't give a date. A whole lot sooner than three to six months. Exactly. Um, but I am encouraging good restorers to pursue secondary services like biohazard, air ducts, things like that. Those are things that seem to be able to rank in a much more quick fashion mm. for. Sure. Interesting um, hack. Okay. And and I'm I'm a big I my soapbox for I, probably eight months has been biohazard and crime scene. So. I'm, I'm encouraging anybody who's got any interest in that. That's a service that I think we kind of owe to our communities to offer. Um, and I've had, you know, personal clients who are also clients of Stellar decide to put some money in, into biohazard, you know, ranking for things like that. Um, and it's, it pays off. Mm. So my general thing with SEO is that is the long-term strategy and it's, it is the 
best investment you can make in any digital marketing ever in your company because sure. it pay residuals for years to come. Mm. So I'm a big I'm a big believer in throw a lot of money at multiple services with a company like Stellar because you're gonna it, it's it's gonna pay for itself tenfold over the years. Yeah, I mean you're building something that is going to be snowballing. It just you build it right out of the get go. You create very smart, effective strategies on the front end. And then you just, they just, it's like a fine line. They just get better over time. It was uh, the flywheel effect. Who, who, what's, what book is that from? The flywheel effect, little, little pushes over time, little pushes over time, move the flywheel and keep it spinning. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I have to put a plug in for John too, because, um, you know, when, when I, when I, people do hear that, that it does take some ramp up, you know, and they kind of get, sometimes they, they're like, okay, fine. I know this, but sometimes they're like, I need immediate results. And so I throw them to John. I say, fine, what you should do, you know, get something on a more immediate basis, get things rolling, let this SEO do its thing mm. and marinate yep. and then let it produce. And then lo and behold, here you go. You've got your short term um, investment working for you. And then now your long-term investment that ends up being just like a phone bill that you pay every month. You got to pay it. It produces and you know, it just snowballs. And I would, I would probably say that your, your PPC or ad spend, uh, your strategies are going to change over time as well. Uh, if you're going for a short term effect, you're going to be going for different things. Uh, but as you mature in your business or as your, as your website matures or everything else or your market for that matter, your local market changes, market change, wants, yeah. you're going to advertise in a different way. Uh, but your SEO is not going to change as much as your PPC strategies. Uh, P- PPC, you've got to be on the ball. You've got to be adjusting. I would, you'd correct me if I'm wrong, Jonathan, but you've got to adjust uh, you've got to adjust to what your competitor's doing. You've got to adjust to how the market's reacting. It's a much more tactical thing. Yeah, the time of year too. The, yeah. The, the general rule of thumb I, I use is, uh, look, if you're a restoration company, 10% of your total gross each month has to be going back into advertising. And, mm. and that can be, it can be pay-per-click, it can be, it can be SEO management. I, I don't care if it's van. What about candy jars? <laughs> candy, candy marketing. Dude. I'll save that for night. Um, it's a very sweet way to go. Ooh, yeah, oh, look at that. Zinger. Um, yeah, don't candy market. You have, a, <laughs> you, you have more dignity than that. Um, I, I can hear the candy jars actually landing at my front door right now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, but it's you know, I and, and I'm I'm a big proponent of you know what some people call 3d marketing, just face to face, traditional old school, real, sure. you know, meeting people. Um, I, I think there are opportunities within everyone's community to just do some good and serve. Mm. And, and, and the, the after effect of that is it might make you some, some money in the future. Yes. Um, I had a conversation Monday morning with a client who happens to be in, in proximity to uh, where two police officers were killed. Mm. Over the weekend. And I called him and I said, what are you going to do? Um, he's got plans already. He's going to be contacting the police department and, and not, not overtly, you know, not being sleazy about it, but just saying, hey, where can I help? These are the things I'm, I'm good at and uh, I'd like to, to be able to help. That's, that's marketing dollars and marketing time that you can't put a price tag on. Um, that's just being good to your community. You know, that's kind of what we're here for anyway. So that's the stuff I, I encourage strongly as far as a, you know, the, the local stuff, the 3D stuff. But generally, as a rule, 10% of your monthly gross has to go back into your overt advertising efforts. Sure. And even when you're doing well, this is a big issue where I get guys who call me or I call them or whatever. Um, most guys call me, just so you know. Yeah, I'm just and saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not a cold deal. call type gal. Um, but they'll call me and they'll say, well, we're doing good right now. And I'm like, cool. So what are you going to do when this runs dry? You know, yep. 
what happens in the summertime? You, you cannot pull back your marketing because you're doing well because then you're constantly now paying, ca- no. paying catch up. Yeah. You, you can't stop with the flywheel. The flywheel will stop when it's not being pushed. That's right. Uh, and then it's a I, big I can thing. Tell you, I can tell you my, my busiest times of the year are July and August when everybody's dead slow. They're dead yep. slow. Whoa, what do I do? Brother, why didn't you call me three months ago? Exactly. And, and, and then we've gone through one of the best Januaries the East Coast yes. has ever seen. Yeah. Um, and I won't hear from guys for the next two months because, yeah. you know, they're out having fun. Yeah. You know, they're spending the hard-earned uh, profit. Spending um, that okay. money. All right. no, These I, are the times where you've got to reinvest. I know. Before we, I uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Forever. You got one more thing? Do, I know. Yeah, Shannon, yeah, yeah. you got Let's one more thing forever. to add? I love talking. <laughs> Before I let or you let everyone know how uh, folks can get a hold of y'all, can we expect to see you guys at the Restoration 2.0 Summit in Nashville in May? Yes, we are going to be there. Both shows. I've done my job. Yes. Jonathan, you're going to be there? High five. Yes. Barring any major catastrophe. High fives. High five. High five. And if you have a major catastrophe, I'm sure we could figure out a company to help you. Probably. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. All right. Uh, Ladies first. Shanna, how can people get a hold of you? Um, Really email or phone. As you can tell, I'm very shy and I don't like to talk. Um, I actually really do love talking to people. Um, so you, they can call me direct. Actually, I'm going to put out my direct phone number. Boom. Here it is. Write um, it down, folks. Which is 615-500-6043. Okay. And then um, if you uh, want to email me instead and set something up, perfect. You can email me at Shanna at stellar-emarketing.com. Stellar-emarketing. Okay. S-H-A-N-A at stellar, S-T-E-L-L-A-R, dash, emarketing.com. And we'll, we'll, we'll link this up. We'll link it up yeah. at the bottom of, I love doing, when you ever watch YouTube and people just point, we're going to be linking up here. Yeah, or here, right you know. here. Wherever yeah. it ends up, it'll end up. All right, John, how can people... I appreciate uh, that. Absolutely. Thanks, for, thanks well, for coming on. Jonathan, how can people get a hold of you? I'll say first for, uh, for Stellar, uh, just Google water damage marketing. They're the first result. So that's the easiest way to find Oh, Ouch. Proof in the pudding that's there, right true. there. I like um, it. It's, uh, okay, so it's true. It is. It is. <laughs> um, so people can get a hold of me on my cell, which is 818. 818- Nine zero three five five zero five. That's on me twenty four hours a day, like yours is on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, or then go to my website, unitedrestores.com. I've got a chat feature on there where you can chat with me real time. It goes to my phone. Goes to my and desktop. it is actually um, him, folks. It's I've, actually I've me. tested it. I don't have like, I don't have the budget for a bot. Uh, he's like, bro, why are you bugging me, man? You got my number. What are you doing? I was like, hey, I'm just testing that little chat thing. It was we him. got it. We got a bot, but it has my name or my face on it. So it's kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's like. (laughs) Getting all Blade Runner on me now. Okay. Uh, It it has been a pleasure. I I love talking to marketing folks. It's what I'm passionate about. I just jive with it. I appreciate y'all coming on. We're going to link you up uh, every way from Sunday. This episode may air in March. I'm hoping. Let's cross our fingers, knock on some wood. Uh, The video will be out before that because it's easier for me to do. So once again, thanks for coming on and thank all y'all for watching or listening, whichever you're doing and uh, keep it up. Subscribe, uh, look at, uh, go to United Restores slash Summit, right? Summit 2018 or Summit 2018. uh, United Restores slash Summit 2018. You get information for the Restoration 2.0 Summit coming up in May, May 4th and 5th in Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be a blast. We are still taking, uh, still got some room for some sponsors, and we got room for about uh, 50 more people. Uh, yes, uh, tickets are tickets are selling out. So, well, Andy, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the summit. I'm gonna. All right, fine, fine. Yeah, we will too. Actually, I mean, I'm. 
I think it's freaking great what you're doing. Thank so, you. Yeah, most definitely. The, It'll be exciting to see everybody. <laughs> well, it was last it year. Will be. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. I, I had sort of recently gotten to know the Rebel community and drove out 10 hours uh, mm. from Idaho to, to Oregon for the first summit. I tell you, I've, I've been involved in industry events for a number of years. Um, they can be kind of kind of stale sometimes. They can be... Um, yes. I, I know the last major conven- convention I went to, I, I came away from it feeling like, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm upside down here. On yeah. Well, yeah. I did not get the return on my investment of right. time and money. Yes. Exactly. The summit is totally, totally different. You're walking mm. into to a group of people that are like-minded, that want the same things you do, that have the same frustrations, but they can articulate ways that we can, you know, get through that. Um, it's the most open, transparent group I've ever met. And wow. that was the biggest, the biggest. That's a huge club. Wow. Yeah. That's you, awesome. You're not yeah. walking into a room with 150 competitors. You're walking into yes. a room with people just like you all over the country who have, have the uh, just vast amounts of experience. That's why the summit is different. And that's why you need to be at the summit May 4th and 5th, 2018. Yeah, I want to stop that right Yeah, you there. should hire him for your advocate. I'm done. I'm done. Bye. John, <laughs> and that he is a mic drop. the mic, exactly. <laughs> oh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, check out the Facebook group, Restoration Rebel, and uh, take care, y'all.